Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Filters podcast. I'm your co-host, Lizzie. And I'm Aaron. And in today's episode, we're going to be chatting all about our engagement from last August, from ring shopping to the days leading up to the proposal, our future wedding plans, and just chatting about our thoughts around having babies and sharing some new updates around our home. We'll share stories of all the ins and outs of the process that we haven't really shared before and opened up about. So listen up because you're going to be getting some real tea of what happened and went on behind the scenes of our engagement and months and weeks leading up to it. Not to mention just, you know, a few little mental breakdowns I had leading up to it and, and kind of all the things after in terms of questions that we get from friends and family and maybe people who are curious about our life post-engagement. So like we usually do before we get started in the episode, we will do a life update. Last week was pretty exciting because for those of you who may know, Aaron and I are trying to do this whole health building process in Cape Breton right now. And it really wasn't until last week till all the paperwork was done and our land that we are going to be building on is finally registered. It's got its own PID. Everything on it is complete, but kind of frustrating because I've been chasing down calling CBRM. I feel like every other week to make sure that somebody was looking at it and it just got lost in the shuffle. Yeah, our three-week process turned into a two-month process, which I think... I mean, it's still not fully done, but we're basically at the finish line and it's, what, eight months now that we've been doing this? Six months? I know. It's felt way too long. I feel like that's what we're going to have to set our expectations for with all the house stuff is that add a couple of months or at least a month into whatever we think the actual timelines are going to be. So our next steps right now is once the ground is a little bit softer, so probably spring or summertime, we'll make sure that we have to get a well and a septic dug. and Yeah, we've got to get the well dug, the septic bed. We have to get the land cleared too. It's like it used to be an old cow field. Well, that means the land's already cleared because it's a field. Clearing would be like getting rid of trees and things like Uh, that. Well, what is it when you have to like... We just need to level out where the actual house is going to be. So we have to do that, build a driveway, add a culvert to that driveway. It seems like a lot, but hopefully once it all gets going, it shouldn't be too bad. And then I think once all of that's done, the actual... Well, I mean, we're getting a prefab home, so that part should be pretty simple, pretty easy. I think so, yeah. Put down a deposit, pick out our colors and finishes of what we want the insides of the house to be, and then, yeah, it's like an assembly line of how they build these homes. So I guess the update is that things are actually starting to happen. I think last year was a lot of planning and getting the paperwork done, but things are going to start rolling this year for 2024, so that's exciting. Um, I feel like we need to do an update on our 45 hard. Yeah, Lizzie has in our notes here that 45 hard has turned into 45 soft. So I'm curious as to what you mean by that. Well, 75 hard. And I've heard lots of people say I'm going to do 75 soft. So they take out a thing or two or they make it honestly just a little bit easier to, I guess, fulfill all the things that you have to do for it. I say that we're doing 45 soft because in the last at least week, we've been eating a lot less healthy. I would agree with that. We've had lots of events and stuff going on with our friends. And what we were trying to do is eat at home, really not eat out a lot. And that's pretty much it feels like all we did last week. So I feel like that's changed a little bit. Um, But I mean, it's all for good because we're spending time with our friends. Yeah, my friends came up from Cape Pratt and we kind of did a farewell to our friend Aaron Shaw and all of my friends broke their dry January last weekend and I held hard through that. But the food portion definitely just went straight out the window, at least for this weekend. Yeah, at least for this weekend. We're still pretty good with our workouts. I'm really happy about that. But I have definitely missed a few days of meditating. I feel like you've been, have you been, you've been consistent with it. I've been consistent with my Wim Hof breathing. And I also say, well, so now it's a 
officially, we've hit the 21 day mark since when we started 45 hard. And I feel like we have to give ourselves a little pat on the back because a lot of people say that it takes at least 21 days for you to be able to pick up a new habit and be able to stick to it without feeling, I guess, that feeling of I want to quit or I want to go back and revert to your normal routine. So we're over that hump. Hopefully it means it's a little bit easier for us to go through that finish line. At least I feel that way. I don't know if Aaron does because you guys, I don't know how many times this week he said to me like, oh, can I just break this a little early? Like it's this person's birthday and this is happening. And I honestly, I just look at him and I say, you do what you want to do. Yeah, I'll admit um, we probably couldn't have picked worse timing to do this. I'm realizing all of the things that are going on in my life and uh, how much I'm still having fun going to these things sober, but I would have a bit more fun if I was intoxicated a little bit. So whatever, it is what it is. I know. But the point of this is that even though there's lots of exciting things happening in our life and events, you're supposed to fight through that. And I think that's what makes it actually hard because Imagine if you if we actually did the 75 heart that people do at the start of January. Like, Well, that for me, that wouldn't be that. I'm not saying this, that I'm going to do it, but that wouldn't be that hard because I've already missed all of the things I'd be excited for, like what happens between February and March. Nothing. So anyway, whatever. I'm done. Or I'm not done with it. Aaron I'm gonna, seems a little peeved. I'm going to ride it out, but this is definitely the last time I'm ever going to do, especially. At least in our 20s anyways, like maybe not to you're much older and stuff, but I agree. I think it was nice to do it, but I don't know. Aaron's not as enjoy. I feel like you're not enjoying the process as much as I am. Yeah, definitely not. I definitely love the working out. I love the outside of last weekend, the eating healthier and getting my body in better shape like that part of its grace I don't even really like crave any of the things that I'm trying to get rid of or like that I haven't been doing but it's just yeah those three or four instances that have come up where all my friends are doing it and I guess it's just something to be part of that social circle doing it with them I know. Do you think you'll keep anything after 45 Hard is done? Like maybe any of the working out stuff or breath work or? Yeah, I'm going to keep doing the breath work and I'm going to definitely hold myself to working out at least five days a week, but not going to worry about drugs or alcohol. I would don't want to say I had any problems with them before, so I might do them a little less, but I'm definitely not going to worry about it doing them on special occasions ever again. I know. I'm very excited. I'm, I'm not really struggling. I do have some cravings here and there, but I'm really excited to go to the liquor store, get a nice bottle of red wine. I say nice, maybe like my $20, $25 bottle of red wine and have some at dinner. And I'm also just excited to smoke a joint and watch a movie and just chill because I do love that on a weekend. Like there's nothing better. Oh man, I, I can wait, but I can't wait. But yeah, I guess other than that, we may as well get right into the episode. I feel like this will be a bit more of a a chatty episode, just more of a life update for those people who are curious or little nosy folks into our lives. Starting with our engagement, it really wasn't until probably year four of Aaron and I being together after having lived together for probably a year or so that we started to actually talk about hey, when are we going to get engaged? There's no such thing as perfect timing. It's different for everyone. I used to say, actually, when we used to hang out in your dorm room that I could see myself getting engaged at 25. And, you know, in the back of my head, I was hoping it was you, but it was so early on that, you know, I had no idea. But yeah, I always used to say that I'd probably get engaged when I was around 25. And and for me growing up, I really didn't think that I would be in my 20s getting engaged. I actually thought it would be much later on in life just because growing up for my parents who are also both divorced, they had put a big emphasis on focus on your career. The right person will come. There's no rush or need to get engaged right away. So it came as a bit more of a surprise for me, but you manifested that with me when you had mentioned it when we first started dating in college. Yeah, maybe I'm better at manifesting things than you. No, I don't know if you're quite there yet, but 
obviously it ended up happening when we were 25 and even us being together over the years we had often talked about what we would want to name our kids how many kids we'd want to have what we wanted our future to look like so it came super natural to us that around year five of us being together that we wanted to get engaged or start talking about it more seriously and I think we were pretty much on the same page leading up to it I don't think one person was the head of the other I think we were both pretty eager to get engaged. I personally would have maybe given myself a little bit more wiggle room than what you said. But after that first year of living together, you started dropping some both subtle and not so subtle hints that, all right, let's get this done this year. Yeah, I want that ring on my finger. Let's go. I knew at the back of my mind, I would really figure out or that I would know to myself if I wanted to get engaged to you or not or even spend the rest of my life with you until we live together. The thing that your dad used to always say to you, which then you've said to me quite a bit, is get sick with your partner, live with your partner and travel with your partner before you know that maybe if there are or aren't the one for you. And we've definitely been through all three of those. Yeah, that definitely stuck with me because I don't know if other people know this, but girls poop and girls get sick and so do boys. So yeah, um, yeah, you definitely have to make sure you're comfortable being sick around your partner. There's a lot of stressors that come with living together. So uh, I know not all people do that, but it was a big shock for me when we started living together. So I'm happy that I knew we could do that together before I popped the question. And what was the other one? Travel together. And travel oh, together, yeah. Another thing that causes a lot of stress with people. So if you can get through all that, you're probably ready to get engaged and move forward to really solidifying your relationship for hopefully life. Yeah. Out of those three, I would say traveling together came pretty easy for us. The getting sick together, it is what it is. You just get to see all the ins and outs of things that happen and you just got to be there for them. But the living together is probably the biggest thing for us. So once that had happened, we were like, okay, let's go ahead and do it. Like Aaron said, I was not really subtle in my hints. I was like, hey, think this is the year 2023? I can't say I blame her. I, I was on board with it. So even if I felt maybe a little bit more rushed than I thought I was going to be, sometimes I need that extra push or motivation. So thank you. And for all couples too, this is one thing I wanted to point out. We also knew that we wanted to go past college, you know, graduate and everything, get a job before we even had that type of discussion. But let's say Aaron and I met now today, maybe after that year or two, we would know that we'd want to get engaged. But the timeline was a little bit longer for us. We were younger when we met. So everybody's situations and stuff is a little bit different. So don't compare your journey to someone else's because everyone is at such different phases in their lives. There's no rush. You should know your relationship better than anyone else. Take advice. Don't take advice. Just make sure you're doing what you think is best for yourselves. Let's get into ring shopping together. Okay, fun. I mean, I'm, I'm starting to realize that it's more of a 50-50 split nowadays. And it wasn't really when our parents were ring shopping, where either the boyfriend is going out, picking out the ring all entirely themselves, making it a huge surprise and proposing. Now we see more days of couples doing it together. And I love it. Especially for couples like us, where there's one person that's really good at getting gifts and clothes and whatever for the other person. And then there is me who, I don't know if I suck at giving gifts, but I'm definitely not good. It's not something I'm necessarily passionate about. So for something that I knew Lizzie was going to be wearing for hopefully the rest of her life, I needed some help. And I don't think you had any problems with that. No, not at all. And you have to learn your partner's strengths and weaknesses. And your love language is just not gift giving. Your love language is acts of service and really everything else under the sun. When we were talking about what we wanted to do for the experience, I was like, let's do it together. Why not? There'll still be some sort of surprise to it. We'll pick out a few rings together that are like my top contenders. And you would pick the one. So obviously I wouldn't know what it is. But yeah, it was 
it's, it's pretty simple for us. We're like, let's do it together. Why not? It'll be fun. So I think the first time we went really looking for rings was probably Christmas of 2022. Yeah. I don't know if we had fully talked about like next year we're going to be getting engaged at that point yet, but we knew it was coming up. So we were like, yeah, why let's not? just see what we like, what looks good, what's out there on the market. We had no idea what they costed either. So yeah, yeah, it was a big eye opener for us. Uh, I remember learning on that trip that there is this thing called lab grown diamonds. They're real diamonds. They are real diamonds. The way that they're built is in like a pressure chamber. So they go through the exact same process as diamonds you would find in a diamond mine, all that. But because they're created in a lab, they're, you know, a little more ethically sourced. But the more large thing for me anyway was that they're also significantly cheaper. If you know me, I don't like spending a whole lot of money, especially if I can save a bit of money and get the same quality. That's at A plus in my book. So I think on that first trip, we were pretty convinced that we were going to go with lab grown. Yeah. I'm not sure if we fully decided what like size or cut or color you would have wanted. But yeah, I mean, I am me. I wanted a, a nice, sizable diamond. But I knew that for what I'd wanted, obviously, a real mine diamond wouldn't work. Lab grown was the best choice and they're so much more common now you'd be so surprised to find out how many people's rings out there are lab grown and for the same size of a lab grown versus a mine the price difference is astronomical it makes me want to throw up thinking about how much people do spend on real diamond rings and they're a lot more rare now so yeah we definitely didn't land on the exact size but i knew i wanted something pretty nice i knew lizzie wanted something nice so i set a budget because I knew this was something Lizzie's going to be wearing the rest of her life. But I also didn't want to spend so much that it was going to make other impacts on our life. Like I didn't want to spend all of our travel budget on a ring or, you know, spend so much that it was going to impede us from building a house building that we really wanted sooner than later. And I think a good piece of advice for anyone out there is don't spend more money than you can afford on basically anything, but especially on something that at the end of the day is just a piece of jewelry. And I know everybody has different sentiments around this. Obviously, a ring is so special, but so is a house and so is traveling and living life together. So there's a, a big spectrum of what couples want to do in terms of a ring, but talk with your partner, figure out what you guys want and make sure you're aligned on that. Spend the money that you feel like is valuable and makes sense for your relationship. And that's what we did. I was also pretty lucky that I've got a bit of an ace up my sleeve and the fact that Lizzie does a bit of influencing on the side. I told her what my budget was. I'd like to be transparent with her, especially about financial matters. So I told yeah. her what my budget was and I said, this is how much I'll spend if you can do a partnership deal, which I think the idea was suggested by your mom. She was like, you're an influencer, Lizzie. Reach out to some lab-grown diamond companies in Canada, see if you can work with them and do a mutually beneficial partnership. And that is what I did. I put my ass on the line. I set up a pitch, did everything. And thank you so much to Couple Co. You guys are amazing. And Aaron and I will forever be grateful that we worked with you guys to make our day super special and to have a, a beautiful piece of jewelry on my hand forever. Definitely. Thank you to me. I think as much as much fun as it was, I think I got the, or as much fun as it was for Lizzie, I got the most benefit out of it. And seeing how happy the ring made you, I could not be more impressed or happier with how it all went. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about that because it is no secret. If you look at our Instagram posts about the engagement, we tag the brand that we worked with. We were very open and transparent about our ring shopping process all the way to the day of the engagement. And another thing I want to point out that people don't talk about is this year, there was a lot of influencers and celebrities from The Bachelor, Bachelorette, other different shows who'd gone engaged. And I know for a fact that they got their ring for free working with all of these other jewelry companies. Companies and people don't talk about it. When you see a simple tag 
or three videos being posted out by a couple. Like, I don't know, if you're in the space, you know what's going on. So I wanted to be really transparent and open about that. I realize that I'm super lucky to be able to do what I do, but also it's a business. It's it's a part of a business and our relationship isn't a business, but Aaron's a super supportive fiance in the things that I do. So you were more than happy to do it when I told you like, look, I think this is an opportunity for us. And you were like, sign me up. I will literally do anything. Oh, yeah. I will go in store. I will take videos and photos, whatever you want, I will do it. And that meant a lot to me because you, you are usually behind the camera. You're not in front of the camera. So the fact that you're willing to do it, I could tell how excited you were about it. And you know what? It was actually, I had a lot of fun. Obviously, it was some for something that was something that made you really happy. And I also was excited to get engaged. But for the ring itself, it was definitely something that I knew how passionate you were about it. So I was very happy to do it. And at least for our experience, we did it with a couple where you sit down with an expert. They explain everything to you. They explained it to us as a couple. I'm sure you could go there as the guy yourself and get the similar experience, but not a chance. I was going to do any of that by myself, but it was super straightforward. We told them what we wanted they went back to their team picked out a few different they started with the the they, stone the yeah. stone itself i told them i liked an oval and a radiant so they had pulled a bunch of ones out for us to take a look at when we came to their store in toronto so actually i'll point out it was on my 25th birthday that we went ring shopping together and spent an entire day doing it it was super awesome we made a weekend out of it the team made us feel super special and seeing your reactions to me trying on different rings and seeing things in person made such a difference. Could not recommend it enough that you go with your partner. But if you don't want to, that's fine too. Yeah, that was a big part of our campaign was normalizing couples nowadays our age shopping for rings together, breaking out of the bit of the traditional path that people would normally take. So that that was another thing that, you know, was our goal. Like I was saying, we did the whole process together and to keep a bit of a surprise with it, we narrowed it down to, I think, three or four stones. We had already picked out the design of the ring itself. So it really just came down to being the stone, but that's what everyone else always looks at anyway. And then we had some emails back and forth. We had an online consultation. And yeah, I guess when they had everything ready, they were like, okay, now all you got to do is pick the final stone. I picked the final stone. So it was still a bit of a surprise for Lizzie. And that that was the creation of your ring. A piece of advice or tip here is I think we are clearly pro ring shopping together. A great experience to have together. A lot of great communication can happen from it. And you, I don't know, you can just make a really fun day out of it. And it, you don't have to go the traditional route all of the time. And I think, honestly, like getting to do that together, it made us more excited for the big day. And there's plenty of other opportunities in life, at least in my opinion, to surprise your partner. So I knew Lizzie, she likes surprises. So I knew I was going to have to make the proposal a bit of a surprise. So we'll get into that in a bit here. But yeah, we went. So in terms of timeline, we went ring shopping on the day of my birthday, which was March 26th. I don't think the ring came in until about like mid or end of June. And I remember when the package came, obviously I were I was to not touch the damn thing. It was in our apartment somewhere and you had hid it. And I had asked you, please hide it somewhere where I'm not going to find it cleaning our apartment like I do on a normal basis. I really do not want to see it. And you were hesitant. You're like, I don't know if I can trust you to not find this ring and look at it without me being around. Yeah. For reference, we live in a 400 square foot apartment. Lizzie cleans it 
meticulously. So I... You had a job. That was one of my biggest issues, honestly, was A, finding a place to store the ring. And then anytime I wanted to get it out, I had to make sure that Lizzie was out of the apartment, gone. But I ended up hiding it in one of my pairs of socks in my sock drawer. But I made sure that the pair of socks was surrounded by other socks so that if she happened to go into my sock drawer, she would just feel all the other socks and not like a a box or anything. But yeah, I don't know. And I was tweaking, trying to... And I promised you like on our relationship that I would not go look for it. And that even if for whatever reason I stumbled upon it, that I would not open the thing. And I didn't. And for myself, I didn't want to ruin that surprise. I wanted to be surprised by the ring you had chosen. So obviously it worked. And I only had to wait a few months to actually see the ring. But it was so hard for me to just sit there. Aaron and I were going to Airbnb weekend getaways. We had traveled just like wondering when he was going to do it. So that was what it was like for me mentally months leading up to the proposal. There's definitely some mental gymnastics. I I knew that I wanted to do it in the summer and I knew that we had a trip planned to Calgary to see your family and go to Stampede in the summer. So my very first original plan was to do it in Calgary. I was going to enlist the help of uh, our friends Sam and Christy who were meeting us out there. We were going to this spot called Johnston's Canyon, I guess. It's just a beautiful hike. Like if you're from Calgary around the Banff area, it's just so stunning. It can, it can be quite busy, but... Yeah, <laughs> and one of Lizzie's main things was that she didn't want, like she had told me that she didn't want it to be in a public place. She didn't want it to be um, like a lot of people there and oh yeah actually can we pause here this is a good thing to tell to your partner set expectations on what you want and don't want for your day like Aaron said I told him I didn't want it to be in a public space don't do it at a sports arena don't do it at a restaurant or at a park like I just can't handle that type of embarrassment so I was like I want it to be private it's okay for friends and family are there and I think that was really the only thing and obviously we knew because this was a relationship that we had with couple that to some capacity it needed to be filmed and recorded without a bunch of strangers around and in it so continue. Yeah. So I underestimated how busy Banff is in the middle of the summer, especially during Stampede Weeks. I thought we were going to get there pretty early and there wouldn't be that many people there and I'd be able to get it done. But we got there and there was so many people there. And we had this realization before the fact, like Lizzie was like, no, there's going to be so many people there. I think we got in a bit of a fight. Oh, that's a good one to mention. Yeah, actually, guys, we got into a massive fight the night before we went to Johnson Canyon for the hike with our friends. I don't know what we were fighting about. I think we're just stressed or something. And yeah, Aaron and I got into a massive fight. We woke up the next day. You were not in a good mood, okay? I was like, man, we're about to go on an hour drive. I was in a good mood because I had planned on proposing to you. And then I was like, shit, we're pissed off at each other. Like, did not. Anyway. It was not meant to be on that trip. So backed out of that plan, it would have been nice doing it in Calgary with your family there. But yeah, and I thought it was going to happen actually in Calgary. I was like, wow, what a time. I'm here with my family that I don't see that often. We're with their friends in a beautiful place. It obviously didn't happen, but I'm not going to lie. I totally thought it was going to. So yeah, so did I. Yeah. So anyway, I knew there was possibility for it not to happen in Calgary. So I had a bit of a backup plan. So my backup plan was to, and actually shout out Rami, one of Lizzie's old coworkers, but he had proposed to his girlfriend, like did a helicopter ride and they flew over a beach and was, yeah, like he, I think he wrote in the sand, like, will you marry me? And I was like, wow, helicopter would be super cool. We got back and I was like, man, I'm going to time crunch now because I said I'd have this done before the end of the summer and it's already mid-July. So in Nova Scotia in early July, there was torrential rain and there was a bunch of flooding, a bunch of roads washed out. 
all this stuff. So when I reached out to three helicopter companies that charter out helicopters, but when I reached out to them, they had all said, yeah, not only are we not doing the, the trips that we had already booked, but everything is booked for the next month for government work because they needed to do like geological studies, stuff like that. So then I was like, Oh boy, what am I going to do now? Yeah, uh, and I and I love this plan because you you need to tell them your whole little plan with the helicopter of like where you wanted it and how you're going to do it. It was so cute. Yeah, I was going to do it, like try to have the helicopter. I never even got to the point of having the discussions if I could do this with the helicopter company because they just told me no, not a chance. Yeah, Sorry. and obviously different priorities, but it would have been nice if it wasn't the case. But anyways. But actually, my buddy Zach and Megan had suggested, oh, you should get a helicopter, go on a ride and then land have the helicopter land on the spot of where your future home's going to be and then you could have someone do a heart up or something in yeah. the ground or say will you marry me whatever a sweet idea by the way that is so thoughtful i'm obviously super happy with the way that our proposal happened but all the effort and thought that you did put into it and the backup plans you had oh, just hearing it made me fall more in love with you Aww. but yeah like i said that didn't come to fruition because no. of floods and you know obviously i was bummed out but i was a lot less bummed out than the people who had their houses flooded and stuff so i was like all right whatever got to uh figure something else out so uh then it was august then it was august and i knew that the clock was ticking so i didn't know when aaron was going to do it obviously i'm not supposed to know but as a group aaron and i with couple knew that it was going to happen before the end of summer, which was like September. Okay, so we're in August and the ring's been here since June. So you have to imagine me and my little mental breakdowns and freaking out of like, he doesn't care. He's not planning anything. He's going to leave it to the last minute. And the, really the only thing I can say here too is just let them be. Let them figure it out, especially if you've gone through the process of like ring shopping together. I wouldn't trade it for Aaron doing it on his own, surprising me with a brand new ring because I enjoyed our experience. But I'm just going to be honest. I was stressed. I was sometimes would cry. Sometimes I'd say things to you being like, why, why haven't you done it yet? Like, do you even love me? And you're just sitting there, Lizzie, calm the F down. You didn't say that, but I'm sure that's what you thought. Oh, yeah. I was like, God damn, dude. Like, just give, wait. Just give me give me a chance. Like my my plans keep falling through. Like I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So I was getting down to the point where I could either do it in Halifax. But every year um, since I've been up in Halifax, I try to get my Halifax friends to Cape Breton. Um, my parents have a cabin on the Bredore Lakes. So it's where I spent all my summers growing up. I love it down there. And it's just a lot of fun. We just wanted to have a party down at the cabin for all yeah, of our we, want, we wanted to have a good weekend, right? We do it every year. We're like, we got all of our main core friends there. And then some of my new really close friends that I had had. I actually thought that it would happen that weekend because one of the things I did tell you was like, I don't mind if our friends are there. It could be like really fun. But yeah, we had planned for that weekend to come. And I was texting my friend Leia thinking, I think he's going to do it. Like, should I bring some white stuff? Essentially in my bag that I brought that weekend I had everything white yeah and I <laughs> god thinking back on it there's a I know leading up to it I guess one of the things I do want to point out that I remember is we were leaving to pack the car to go to Cape Breton for the weekend okay so I had packed three of my favorite white dresses put it in my suitcase obviously didn't say anything to Aaron but I told all my girlfriends about it and as we were leaving Aaron's like I have to go take out the garbage or something like can you take the car bring it to the a p1 floor our cars on p3 so i was like sure whatever and you kept your backpack on and like you have to tell them what you were doing when i was like driving the car up to the first floor so lizzie had mentioned to me that she wanted to wear one of three dresses before the engagement i was like okay i'm not not like i'm already stressed enough but now i gotta figure out an outfit change for you 
But anyway, I was like, yeah, I got. Oh, I forgot to take out the garbage. So you bring the car up. I'll go take out the garbage. While I'm up here, I had to take out the garbage. I think it was either that or I was like, I said I had. I forgot my mouse for my work laptop yes, or something yeah. like that. I rush up here and I am scouring her closet and I cannot find anything. I'm like. Because I took it all. Because Lizzie already had it all packed. So I was like, geez, man, like, what am I doing? So I just grabbed, like... There was two other white dresses that I didn't grab, and you grabbed those. Yeah, I grabbed those. I put them in my bag, and I was like, I know these aren't the dresses she told me, but hopefully they'll work out. So... Yeah. uh, Anyway, we go to Cape Breton, and before all this, I had reached out to every single, like, event planning, wedding planning, people that do backdrops or, like, any kind of that cute stuff that would make a proposal background look really cute and all except for one had nothing because it was august a lot of proposals a lot of weddings going on nobody had anything so i was like oh man like now i'm gonna have to try to make something but this one lady had like a big wooden frame backdrop that we had to put together like we'll get into that in a bit you ended up making something work i ended up making something work so go ahead and then leading up to it the weather was not so great in august it's always a hit or miss i think more than half the time it's rained that specific weekend we've always had those parties with our friends every single time so the entire week i noticed aaron every day being like oh what's the weather going to be like that weekend what's the weather going to be like and then i started to be like oh is he trying to like propose even when we got there there must have been like 20 people there and a lot of them came from different friend groups like different avenues of both of our lives to come for that weekend so aaron was acting a little funny like he was acting a little sketched about the weather sketched about people coming so i thought he was just anxious about being a good host because we just want everyone to have a good time and the weather looked like it was not going to be so great that following morning actually a couple months ago prior to that i said to aaron these weekends are always so busy we don't spend that much time together alone like why don't we get up really early in one of the mornings and go for a boat ride and you were like yeah that's a great idea let's do it it's a bit of intimate time that you and i can have together we'll go around the island and then come back before everybody's awake so that's what our plan was because anytime we do any of these things like I think I get it from my mom but if I'm hosting something or if I'm whatever uh, I have to make sure everyone's having a good time or I can't have a good time so I don't know I, I usually get pretty stressed about that stuff but there was a storm the night before I knew there was we were waiting on a few people to drive from Halifax to Cape Breton when it was dark and rainy so Lizzie thought I was just really stressed about that but yeah I was really stressed because I knew my plan was to propose on that boat ride in the morning and so when Lizzie first had that idea I was like oh I can probably work with this like this should be my this is my way this is how I'm going to do it it's going to be a surprise for her she's not going to know and I keep checking the weather every single day that week every probably every hour yeah of the day. you really were and during that time too when everybody was hanging out in the sun porch you and leah i think were texting back and forth because one of you guys was were trying to find my tripod and then one of you guys were looking for my camera to record the thing like you guys were doing things without me noticing i had no idea yeah there wasn't much texting going on i had told people that i was doing it that were coming i think everyone knew that came that it was going to happen that morning but i enlisted the help specifically of a few people and leah who is her friend who also does some influencing i was like you've got to be the photographer like you've got to get the setup and lizzie had just bought a kind of nice camera so i wanted to make sure we had video on that and had some different phones and stuff so lizzie she just i don't know if she decided not to use the bathroom that day or whatever but there was not a minute i could get away from her or like have her go somewhere so i could steal her stuff because this is just so funny oh man was i ever stressed so eventually lizzie like everyone was about to go to bed and lizzie goes and washes her face 
place. I friggin' sprinted. I went into the room, like I stole your camera, couldn't find the tripod. I was like, whatever, camera's good enough for now. Took the camera, hid it under a pillow in like Matt was sleeping on the couch. And I was like, you didn't see me. And I put it under the, the blanket there. And then I knew back to this outfit change that if we were going to go on an early morning kind of boat ride, she was going to be in her sweatpants like. I was not going to be ready. She wasn't going to be ready for the big moment. So I was like, man. So I got my backpack ready, put her dresses in it. I went and hid them on the boat the night before because I knew I wouldn't have a chance to do it the day of. And then I forget where I found the tripod. But anyway, I got yeah. the tripod off you, put it in a spot, texted Leia that, okay, the tripod's here. This is where the things are. And then, yeah, we went to bed. Yeah, I had no idea any of this stuff was happening while I was doing my skincare. And I think it also ran up to the little cabin where Sam and Christy were staying. And a few of our friends, Sam and Christy, were out outside so you're like oh I think they need help with something before they go to bed I'll be right back and I didn't think anything of it but that's when you were putting the dress in the boat but yeah we went to sleep we woke up the next day we had set our alarm for like six o'clock for around sunrise and I looked at the window and it was gloomy it was gloomy it was windy and yeah I was just like Aaron I don't really want to go on the boat ride can we just hang out here and you were so subtle you're like no it's not even that windy you pulled up the weather app you're like showing me all the numbers you're like it's gonna be great we'll take it slow we'll have a good time. I said, okay. We got up. I had my sweatpants on, my sweatshirt with stains in it because these are like my cabin clothes because like we're always by the fire and you get it dirty. I didn't brush my hair. I didn't brush my teeth. Didn't wash my face. I literally just got on the boat with my water bottle and we went on the boat ride. And yeah, I, unbeknownst to Lizzie, I had, I told everyone, okay, we're going for the boat ride at exactly 645 or I forget the actual time. Yeah. But I was like, everyone has to get up at 6.50 or no, I think I said everyone has to get up at seven so that she wouldn't hear their alarms. Just everyone was sleeping in. So this one thing that I eventually got from the party planner people, whatever, was this huge wooden like frame that you could then put like tack on like flowers, flowers or whatever decorations, and decorations yeah. whatever. But you needed to like physically lift these. It was two posts and then a beam that went across and you had to physically like lift it up, put it on, drill it in, then put up the decorations. So I was like, man, this can't just be like a small boat ride. Like, I've got to give my friends some time to set all this stuff up. And then I knew the cameras had to be set up. So I was like, all right, how long do we think we need? Uh, so I discussed it with them. We figured about half an hour was good. So I, a few days before I went, I made a playlist of some of Lizzie's favorite songs and set made it so that it was exactly 38 minutes so that people would know exactly when to set up the cameras, exactly when to have everything ready and exactly when we were going to come back. And I think I ended up being like two or three minutes late, but whatever. Yeah. So we go for the boat ride you were good on time also thank you to theodore which is aaron's dad he had come up to the cabin earlier that friday and said hi to us said aaron i need you to come out here to help me with something because he often does that but that was actually when your dad had picked up the the wooden frame and had brought it and he was showing you where he was hiding it so like all little things like that i thought it was so sweet and I was just clueless. Yeah. Thank you to everyone because it was, yeah, could not have done it without you by any means. It was so cute. That bloat ride. I did notice that you were playing Maroon 5, our like our quote unquote like favorite songs together, but I didn't really think much of it. I thought you were just being romantic. And in my mind, I was like, there's no way he's going to propose like this. No one's here. There's no cameras. There's nothing. And he knows what we have to do. When we had pulled around to the island and he stopped the boat, my heart dropped because I knew what was happening. 
Yeah, so yeah. I went into this little compartment of the boat and I pulled out the backpack and I held up the two dresses and I was like, hey, I need you to put one of these on and then you started bawling. I know, I started bawling and you're like, you need to stop crying. Like, I, I need you to put one of these dresses on. So I'm like, out in the middle of the lake, butt naked. Thankfully, it was super early, so I don't think anybody saw uh, I'm us. sure someone saw a titty or two. Yeah, but, but so I was putting on my dress crying and then I looked at you because you were also in your sweats and your like t-shirt. And as I was crying, I'm like, are you going to wear that? Like, if you're going to wear that, can I just put my sweatpants back on you know what I mean like I wanted to like us to be the same vibe and and you were like no like I have an outfit too so then you got naked and you started changing into your outfit well I had underwear on thank you okay, you were not commando sorry guys he doesn't want people to know that he was commando you had your underwear on you change into your cute little outfit that I love and then we're driving back to the cabin like with the dog and then I noticed the arch with the flowers and there's a white sheet on the floor with rose petals and candles and I just was like, I obviously knew in my head, like all of our friends did this, but I was so shocked that it happened while we were out on the boat. I'm still crying the entire time till we pull up to the dock, till we get to standing under the, the post. I see the tripod. I see the camera. Like I just could not contain myself. And then you propose. And then of course I said yes. Yeah. Took her a while to say yes. I, I, I got down on my knee. I said. You were talking for a long time, but you were talking for like at least five minutes. Oh, not no, you were talking a it lot. Felt, I, I bet you we go look at that right now. It's less than a minute. No, our friends were saying like he was out there for a while, like saying stuff to you. But I tried my best to not black out and listen to everything you were saying. But what do you mean I didn't say yes right away? Of course I did. Uh, no, you were crying the entire time. Oh. And I was like, I was like, Lizzie, can you please put the ring on? And you're like, oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so nice. And then uh, you imitated me. Yeah, and then you eventually let me put the ring on you, and we yeah. kissed, and it was so cute. And then, so I'd walked over to like turn the camera off. I figured that it was Leia who'd set up the cannon on the dock, and then Shaw and Leia pop out of the bushes on the side. I was so shocked that they were there. They're both crying. They came up and hugged us, and we went into the cabin. All of our friends were watching on the sun porch to the dock of what was happening. Jasper, our friend, had a drone that was above us, but I think in the end we realized like it just wasn't working. Like yeah. he didn't know how to work it properly. <laughs> He's a certified drone pilot, but he, <laughs> uh, yeah, he doesn't use it for marriage proposals too often because he's got his pilot license through his work. But yeah, the effort was cute though. Yeah, it was the thought that counts. After that, we had mimosas. We spent the whole day playing games, drinking, hanging out. More of our friends came in who didn't stay overnight. It was just awesome. It was an engagement and an engagement party in one, which was more than I could have asked for. I don't think it could have gone any better. Like, yeah. I... I was so shocked. Like, you had outdone yourself. I really did not know that you had it in you. And it was the best thing that you have ever done for me. You put your, like, influencing brain on, you know? You made sure everything was ready. Everything was set up. You had all the support that you needed. And I tell you, I was so happy at the end of it. I was like, was that okay? Was that good enough? Like, are you happy? And you're just like, oh my God, yes, it was so great. And I don't think I've, there's ever been a moment where I was more stressed and then relieved of that stress. So it was hilarious. Like all of our friends who were taking pictures of us, you could see just the look on Aaron's face of just relief and his shoulders relaxing and just looking up at the sky. I could clearly tell that you were stressed leading up to the date. Oh, oh man. I yeah. know it's stressful for both parties. I think mostly on you. But the advice I want to give here is girls or guys, just trust the process. Wait for it to happen. Don't put too much pressure on it because at the end of the day, if you didn't have the flowers, if you didn't have the wooden arch, it still would have been amazing because all that really matters was that you and I were there and it didn't really matter what was around us. 
Yeah. It's just the moment itself and what you and your partner are saying to each other. And even before the proposal, I'd apologize to you a few times of the stress that I had put on you or my little mental breakdowns that I had about waiting for the proposal because I didn't think it was going to happen. And I was just spiraling and making myself think the worst of things of not it not happening. But just don't do that from a girl who's been there. And I know I'm not the only one. Yeah. It's, it's not necessary. Yeah. And I'd say my voice advice to the boys would be just do the best you can. That's all that matters. As long as they know you're putting an effort in, they'll, they're going to be happy. Also, make sure you have lots of backup plans. You never know what's going to happen with the weather or situationally. So it's good to have backup plans. I would definitely suggest not to stress about it as much as I was just because that was rough. Yeah. Don't be afraid to, you know, get people to help you out. It doesn't have to be something you do on your own and it makes it even more meaningful because you've got people around you who love the both of you who'd be happy to help remember actually it was like the thursday before the friday that we went and i went to go play Catan at jasper's house and i was just like i remember you were mad because we didn't invite you to come play Catan, but i had to do some strategizing and pick you up some korean snacks and stuff oh yeah that was another part that i loved about the proposal we had gone in and out on the table aaron had all of my favorite korean snacks and uh, leading up to the proposal, I'd shown Aaron a bunch of different proposal videos. One of them was Alexander Cooper's proposal and how Matt had gone her like Cheetos and all of her favorite snacks out. on. You took a piece of that and you did it. And, and that made my heart so warm. And everybody shared those snacks. It was so cute. Um, but yeah, unless you're going to have a, just a private moment, the two of you is, get the help of your friends. There never hurts to have a helping hand. No, not at all. I do want to talk about, before we move on to talk about wedding stuff, how I almost found out a few times that you were going to propose. The first thing <laughs> is Aaron's really into chat GPT. This was about the Calgary proposal. He was just showing me something that he was looking up like, oh, this is super cool. On the sidebar is your history. And I could see a few words of Calgary proposal spots. And then I look at you and I said, oh, were you looking up? different spots in Calgary to propose and I like I fully caught you like you had no rebuttal I had no no answer no response so you I just like, sat ah. there yeah you just sat there you looked at me and I was like oh my god like you are not good at hiding stuff so then we went to Calgary you did plan on doing the proposal but it didn't happen which is fine I didn't know anything about the helicopter stuff but with the cabin one we share an Amazon Prime account with your mom they order stuff on there and I never checked to see when an order is coming. But for whatever that day, for what I had ordered, I checked and it yeah, was... Yeah, for whatever reason, no, you I were so being nosy. No, I swear. I was not being nosy. I looked on the order history and I saw that there was an order for all the flowers and rose petals that was actually there for a proposal. And I thought it was your younger sister, Maria, ordering stuff because she always decorates her room with like greenery things and flowers and posters. So I told myself it's probably just her ordering something, but I don't know. I I think I like 80% knew that it was for the proposal, but I didn't say anything. But I told my girlfriends about it, saying that I saw the Amazon order history. I was a little suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, 400 square foot apartment. We share basically everything. It's hard. No. Yeah. So that's everything on our proposal. I feel like we were pretty open and transparent there about it. I just really wanted to share with everyone the behind the scenes of what you see other influencers and celebrities do in terms of engagements and whatnot. And it doesn't have to be as luxurious and fancy as you see it online, because at the end of the day, that is not what matters. Yeah, exactly. I don't think we missed anything, though. No. Let's talk about wedding stuff. Before we even got engaged, we had some in-depth conversations about expectations with weddings. Like we had mentioned previously in our How We Met episode, Aaron and I knew that Eventually, at some point, we would be moving to Cape Breton so that Aaron can pursue his dream of being a farmer and going back to your family's business. When it came to building a house, have you guys seen, I'm asking you, but I'm asking the audience to, the show called Mortgage or Marriage? And yeah. It, yeah, it's essentially couples going through a process with, I don't know, like the host of the show. 
trying to decide if they should spend the money on a wedding, which would be the same for a down payment on a house. For us, it was a no-brainer. I think we're both very financially responsible and we're very financially open with each other, which is very important. We will do an episode on that. Yeah. But I mean, it's important. Like it's one of the main reasons why people get divorces and their relationships don't work is because of financial problems. Needless to say, we chose the house over a wedding and the house, that, sure. and the house that we wanted to build was not going to be a little house because of where we were building in Cape Run. We knew that it would be like a forever home. Yeah, and especially Lizzie is moving away from what she's used to and her family. She's very adamant that she wants kind of be like her sanctuary. Yeah, like my oasis, I also work from home full time. So I wanted a place where I felt really comfortable and had a lot of space to fill with animals and kids at some point in our life. With that idea kind of being set in stone at the time, we were like, you know what, we're going to be together forever. Let's enjoy a long engagement. So when people would ask us questions about a wedding, we would say five or 10 years. And everybody would laugh a little bit, but we're like, no, we're serious. Yeah. Like it's actually going to be five or 10 years because we cannot afford this wedding if we're doing this house. But the plans around the house had changed quite a bit. And it's one of the toughest times for us as a couple. It's really tested our relationship. Also talking about really intense financial stuff. But we ended up not going with the plans for our main dream home. And we're actually going to build a guest house for the time being so that we can work up to getting the main house that we'd want in the end. This now gives us room to be able to actually have a wedding in the near future. I am now playing around with the year 2026. We will see what happens. 2025 is too soon. It's 2024 already and people plan these things so far in advance, but that is way more realistic for us now. Yeah, it's definitely more realistic. We definitely don't have any set plans on it yet, but... I mean, I have plans in my head of what I want for the wedding. All right, we'll talk about I that. I know, I know. We'll definitely talk about it, but we're going to get through this house stuff first, which is a priority. Another piece of advice, everybody does things differently. Don't compare yourself to other couples of how soon they get married, how late they are into getting married or when they're building a house or not. You just have to pick your priorities and make sure that you're aligned on it because what matters is you and that person and what you guys are doing for the rest of your life. Just make sure that you are aligned. That's about all it comes down to. Once we know a little bit more, we'll share a bit more. And I touched on it briefly, but the house stuff, a lot of the questions that come after people get engaged or even married, it is obviously a really big priority for us because our environment and our setting is going to be very important in a couple of years when we do move because we are moving to a smaller town, a bit more of like a country, slow living life versus the city that we're in now. This just needs a separate episode because this also caused us to go back to like a few more therapy sessions together. More of our bigger fights has happened from it. Yeah, it uh it really took a toll. It really tested how well we actually communicate and it is something that we just very much weren't aligned on. So finding that middle ground took a lot of work. And yeah, I guess that's why we're going with a totally different plan now. But Yeah. And this new plan now works is going to work great for us and where we're at. But I'm happy that we got through that. But when people say that going through renovation, building a house together with a partner is one of the most difficult things you can go through. They are not kidding. Talking about this, like, I, I don't know. Aaron's looking at me funny right now. I know we're not too young to be dealing with this. It's just, yeah, it's we're not a lot. too young to be dealing with it. Lizzie just had very high expectations for where we are at in our life. And essentially what would have happened is if we had gone this house, we would essentially be house poor eating little cheese sandwiches. And that's not the life I want. Even if I have a beautiful house to sit in, what am I going to do? Just sit in my house all day, not go hang out with friends and travel. You would have had to. But... I know. I know. And Aaron was trying to make that clear to me, but in a nice way as a fiance. Yeah, but I think for about eight months straight. But... I know. And then it broke you at the end. And then like my eyes opened up. But I feel like we're getting too, too into it right now. 
Let's just move on to the next topic, which is babies. You kick us off with how do you feel about people asking you <laughs> questions about babies? What are your thoughts on our future plans for babies? Like, I just I just want to hear. What are my thoughts on <laughs> babies? Lizzie, again, she's one to drop hints, not always so subtle. So if we're out for walks and we see like a young kid or a baby, she is very clear like, oh, my God, that's so cute. Like, when are we going to have one of those? Can we can please, please? I cannot wait to become a father, but I can certainly wait to become a father. Again, this is everyone does their own thing, but at least for me, I want to be very secure so that I can be the best father that I can be. So maybe in a couple of years, we'll see. But yeah, I can definitely wait a bit longer. And just another thing to bring it back to the engagement. This is a conversation you should definitely have before you get engaged, before you even think about getting married. Like, I don't know, either having kids or the lack of having kids, whatever route you decide to take, that is one of the, if that should be the biggest decision of your life, human life is no joke. Any life's no joke. Human life, no joke. So yeah, you should really, really be aligned. There might be a bit of wiggle room, but yeah. like if one partner doesn't want to have kids, the other partner really, really wants to have kids and it's all they've ever wanted to do. Yeah, that's a hard thing to go past and beyond as a couple to like work through that we talked about like how many kids we wanted to have before we got engaged timelines for wanting to have kids and we're both very aligned on that we also talked about what would happen if we couldn't easily have kids different routes for getting pregnant ivf or even adoption and then what would really happen at the end of the day if we just couldn't have kids at all so those are all things you need to think about seriously this is not a conversation you bring up on a first date but maybe when you're like a year or two into a relationship or depending on your age and different life phase that your app but it's so important i love kids so much and i cannot wait to be a mom and it's one of the things in my life that i'm the most excited for but i know that there's no rush for it i'm still young i still have time and there's still things that i want to do professionally in my career and personally to also just see the world before bringing a kid and raising a child with you i can't wait i think our just sentiment around it is we want to have strong roots set up first traveled and done all the things that we want to do before not feeling restricted because you can still do so much so many things with your kids and I can't wait to do that but yeah we we cannot wait but we can wait is always our answer to everybody that asks us questions about babies yeah exactly I think that's it so we covered a lot of things here mainly about our engagement some of the secrets and teas behind that weddings babies and like I mentioned we will do a separate dedicated episode on house stuff yeah but other than that guys Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to us. We've gotten a lot of good feedback so far. We really appreciate it. It makes this easier to go. We've still got a long way before we get really good at it. But hey, we're trying our best. Make sure you follow at Beyond the Filters podcast on all platforms. You can find the podcast on Spotify, Apple. Don't forget to rate us five stars if you guys like this episode. And I don't know. Did you say follow us on Instagram? I don't think you said the word Instagram. So I'm going to say it here. If you guys are not already following us on instagram at beyond the filters podcast please go ahead and do so we added in a new google form onto our instagram page where if you guys want to hear different topics for us to talk about or things that you liked about the podcast episodes you can leave them there we will take a look and they will be all anonymous but other than that thank you so much and we will see you guys next thursday for our next episode thanks everyone bye